You're listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with your dating coach, Trip from TripAdvice.com. Do you struggle with getting girls to like you? You'll learn step-by-step how to talk to girls to create deep connections, whether it be for <laughs> one night of wild fun, a one-week fling. Are you currently involved in a sexual relationship? Or for a lifelong partner. Full of long-lasting pleasure. Here's your host, Trip. Hey everyone, and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast, episode number three. I'm your host, Trip from tripadvice.com. And if you're just tuning in for the first time, then welcome. This podcast is all about helping you get more dates, have an incredible sex life, and even get a hot girlfriend. And every episode, I'm going to teach you new tips and tricks to help you attract and date the women of your choice. And if you enjoy listening, Please do me a favor, big, big favor, subscribe to the podcast and even write a review. I can't tell you how much that helps me out. And by doing this, what you're doing is you're helping spread the word about the podcast and that helps, you know, it helps your fellow man become as successful in dating as you. And it's a big thank you to me in return so I can keep on putting out more and more podcasts for you. And don't forget to pick up your free gift for listening in, okay? It's a 17-minute hidden cam video of one of my students approaching and talking to two hot girls during the day. And what I do in this video is I give you a full, detailed commentary and breakdown. So what you're going to see is this guy, one of my students, he's flirting with these girls, he ends up getting them attracted, and then he gets their number, and you're going to see this entire interaction, and it's all in HD as well. And I explain in thorough detail why he says what he says and how every word out of his mouth helps him get these girls to like him. After this video... And after you watch it, you'll be able to use some of those techniques and the concepts in the video so you can confidently talk to girls that you like. And this 17-minute video, it's, it's only for you. It's only for my podcast listeners, okay? And it's completely free. All you got to do to get that is go to tripadvice.com slash podcast dash gift, okay? That's tripadvice, trip is with two Ps, tripadvice.com slash podcast gift and you'll go there and you'll instantly receive this free gift. So go ahead and get it. Now let's move on to this week's topic, which I'm so excited about. This is definitely a topic that uh, that a lot of guys ask me about. It's definitely something that comes up a lot, you know, when I'm doing coaching. And uh, today's topic is questions. Okay, so we're talking about questions, the types of questions to ask women when you're talking to them. Why did I pick this topic? Well, first of all, to clarify, the questions I'm talking about here are when you first meet a girl in person, okay? So I know some of the material here can be used for girls that you're already talking to and uh, and on dates and things like that, but mainly we're talking about when you first meet a girl, at least for this, okay? At least for this topic, when, when we're talking about questions, it's when you first first meet a girl, okay? During any conversation, you're going to want to know what types of questions to ask to keep a conversation going and the types of questions to ask to make conversation interesting. And of course, this will then get her attracted, okay? If you ask the right types of questions, then you're going to make her actually want to continue talking to you. That's the big thing here. That's why questions are so important and why it's important to ask the right ones. Because if you ask boring questions, then she's going to get bored and then want to talk to someone else. So the basic premise behind this entire podcast in terms of you know how to talk to girls, I'm teaching you this stuff so you can become a guy who is amazing at conversation, who when a girl talks to you, basically what she's thinking is, wow, I have not had a conversation like this with a guy before ever. This guy is interesting. He's fun. I really enjoy talking to this guy. Okay, That is going to be one of the first things that's going to get a girl attracted to you is if she's thinking on that level. She needs to be thinking on that level. Okay, That's why conversation is so important. Okay, And the main and and overarching theme and value I want this podcast to give you is that you have to be different 
than all the other guys out there. Okay, and I know what you're thinking. Well, Trip, if everyone listens to your podcast, then every guy will be doing the same thing, right? That's that's probably going through your head right now. It doesn't matter if even a million people subscribe to this podcast. Okay, some guys are going to take action, and most won't. I just want to be real with you when I say that to you. Okay, most guys won't take action. They won't actually use this material and stuff that I'm giving to you. Okay. And of course, you who is listening right now, I want you to take action, okay? I do. I want everyone to take action. But the point is that even if every guy took action and did this stuff that I told you, which I'm about to tell you in terms of questions, the the kinds of questions that you want to ask, it still wouldn't be enough to make a dent or to make an impact, okay? So you don't have to worry if other guys are doing the same things. If uh, if you're listening to this podcast and other guys are listening to the podcast, it doesn't matter. So anyways... The main idea is that I want you to become the exception to the rule, okay? Different. I want you to be different, okay? That is what girls will find interesting in you. That's what's going to spark the attraction and make you stand out. And we can do that with questions, okay? Asking the right questions is actually one of the best ways to do that. That's why that's that's why I'm coming up with this on the third episode, okay? And I could be talking about anything right now, but I'm talking about questions on episode number three, okay? So let's get into some of the material here. And before we get into the right questions to ask a girl, what I want to talk about with you right now is the questions that you shouldn't ask a girl. That's a big thing. That's a big thing. If you end up asking the wrong questions, you're going to, well, there's a lot of things that can happen. You can turn her off. Okay, she's or she'll get bored or she'll get upset or angry. Like you can ask questions that can really offend a girl. Okay, it can be really, really bad. All right, so I'll tell you about those in just a second here. Okay, now a lot of guys they start conversations and they ask questions like this. And I, I guarantee you, if you've been practicing and going out and talking to girls, you've probably asked these questions. I'm sure you have. You've asked these questions I'm about to tell you right now. Okay, and if you haven't, Good for you. Keep up the good work and continue not asking these questions. Here they are. What do you do? Where are you from? Do you come here often? What area do you live in? Those are some of the most common questions that guys are asking when they're first talking to a girl. And listen, let me tell you something. I get it. I get it. Those are the easiest questions to ask. Doesn't it suck too that like those are the easiest questions to ask and yet they're the worst questions to ask? I got so frustrated with that when I first started learning this stuff. I was like, oh my God, really? Like, come on. This is like the easiest stuff. This is like the no-brainer stuff. Why does it have to be the crappiest question to ask? And, and you know, I, I figured out after you know, doing a number of approaches that these were the questions that were the worst because they weren't original. They weren't unique. What happened was they led me to the same types of conversations that led into very unoriginal, boring, just stupid conversations. That's what these questions led to. Okay. And that's how I I discovered that they weren't the kinds of questions that you should be asking. Okay. These four death questions. All right, so I'll say them again real quick. What do you do? Where are you from? Do you come here often? What area do you live in? Okay, and just to remind you, right now we're talking about the the types of questions because that's a topic of today. We're talking about the types of questions that you shouldn't be asking. Okay, so so why? Why shouldn't you be asking these questions? Well, these are the questions are the same ones that everyone is asking, right? So that's the whole thing is that everyone is asking these questions. And it leads you into a boring conversation topic, okay? And ideally, it's it's best to ask those questions somewhere around the time when you guys have already been talking for a while, okay? So that's the big exception here, okay? I'm sure you're probably like, really, trip. Like, I'm not going to ask these questions ever. Like, how am I going to find out, you know, what they do and where they are from? Like, those are things I want to know. That's totally okay, okay? But I want you to ask these questions later on when you get on a deeper level with them. Okay, so that's a little vague. What does that mean, a deeper level with them? Well, it really just means you've been talking to them 
for anywhere between like 20 and 40 minutes and you guys have been talking and getting to know each other, then it's okay to finally ask these questions. That's going to be okay because otherwise, every other guy, again, is asking these questions right in the beginning it's, it, because it's just so easy. And I don't want you to be every other guy. I want you to be different, original, and, uh, and be better at this stuff, okay? So again, what do you do? Where are you from? Do you come here often? And that's going to be like probably a question you'll ask at a bar, right? That's like, do you come here often? Uh, you know, I, I guess you, you wouldn't. Well, you could ask that question actually at like a grocery store or something like that. Or if you meet a girl out and about, do you come here often or do you shop here often or whatever it is? Uh, but yet, yeah, stay away from that one. What area do you live in, right? That's another one that's kind of related to where are you from, but it's the same idea, you know, what area, what area you're from, are you from the suburbs, you live downtown, blah, 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 boring stuff, okay? I mean, if you think about it this way, if a girl asked you those questions, now you might be kind of excited that she's actually asking you questions, which is, a, if you don't know already, a very good sign that a girl's interested in you. But let's be honest, how boring is that? Do you really want to tell a girl right off the bat, even though she doesn't even know you, like where you're from, and if you come to this place often, like how boring is that? Wouldn't you rather be talking about something else? I mean, come on, right? So so again, the only exception to this is saying these questions towards, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily, necessarily say the end of a conversation, but after you've been talking for a while, after you guys have been in conversation for a while, okay? Now, there is one more exception, and it's if the girl has asked you these questions, okay? So she might do that. You might be talking to a girl that you meet and she might ask you these questions right off the bat. She might do that. That's okay. That's okay at that point to ask her that back. I mean, it's fine if that's you know the way to continue conversation from there and it seems appropriate, right? Which it will be because she asks you that stuff and you can ask her that stuff. But here's another thing too. I want you to think outside the box here. Maybe it's better for you not to ask those questions when a girl asks you them, okay? So you might be thinking, oh, great, this is so easy. Now she's asking me what I do for a living. I can just go and, and ask her. I think it's better to actually try to still continue to stray away from asking her those questions and try to continue conversation in another format and hitting different types of topics. Now, moving along, there are a few other questions that you should not be asking. Now, these are not the most common questions. And they cringe at the fact that I actually have to say this to you. But obviously, you shouldn't be asking these types of questions, okay? So get ready for these. How much do you weigh? Can I kiss you? Are you on your period? How many guys have you slept with? How much money do you make? Okay? I can't believe I actually have to say this. And you might be thinking, like, duh, I would never ask a girl that question. And if you're thinking that, give yourself a pat on the back. You're already uh, one step ahead of other guys. But there are guys who I have coached who have asked this question. And uh, I'll be honest with you, when I was learning this stuff, there might have been a few of these that I've asked as well. And it definitely did not put me in the right place. So I would stay away from those. And let me just... I'll go over them again, and maybe I'll just dip into each one a little bit to really explain why you shouldn't be asking that, but I'll do it quickly. How much do you weigh? You don't want to ask a girl ever how much she weighs. I don't know how that might come up in conversation, but it might. You might ask her that. Don't ask her that. Most girls are a little bit sensitive when it comes to their weight, okay? So you're not going to ask that question. Uh, can I kiss you? That's another one. And... I'm guilty of that. I used that in the past and didn't really work out that well. Uh, when you ask a girl, can I kiss you? What it really does is it says to her that you're not a man and that you're really not in control and taking control, which is what you should be doing as a man. Those are the dominant qualities that women are attracted to, right? Taking control. And so if you ask her permission for a kiss, it's going to make it awkward and she's going to be immediately turned off. So don't ask if you can kiss a girl, just do it. Okay. Are you on your period? Now you might be asking her that. Maybe you guys are getting a little bit more frisky, a little bit more sexual. Uh, don't ask her that. Let her tell you that. Okay. If she needs to tell you that, she will. Some guys might even ask that 
if a girl is acting a little bit cranky, they might make a joke like, oh, you must be PMSing or, oh, are you on your period? That's gross. It's weird. It's not very socially acceptable. Don't ask that question to a girl, especially when you first meet her, which is what we're talking about here. Okay. Now there's also, uh, let's see, there's also how many guys have you slept with? How many guys have you slept with? Don't ask that question. Even if she asks you, how many girls have you slept with? No, stay away from that. It's personal. It's it's strange. It's not going to uh, it's not going to really make her feel turned on in that moment, which is what you're trying to do here. You're trying to make her feel turned on, make her feel good, and uh, you don't want her to start talking about how many guys that she slept with. Okay, that is more of a personal conversation that might come up when you start getting into a relationship with a girl, but definitely not right away. There's how much money do you make? That just in society, really not a question you want to ask anybody, okay? So don't ask anyone how much money that they make. It's uh, it's a personal, very too personal question to ask right away, okay? So so yeah, those are some other ones. Uh, those are the ones that I've came up with, some that I've actually heard guys say. That's how I came up with this list. Uh, but anything that you might think that relates to this list that is something like, hmm, I wonder if I should be asking this question. If you have, to, you have to ask yourself that question, then you might be thinking, okay, don't follow through with whatever it is you want to ask that girl, okay? So just make sure that you are asking questions that aren't you know, significantly inappropriate like this. That's going to turn her off, all right? Hey, man, sorry to interrupt. It's still me, Trip. I just wanted to let you in on something that most of my listeners don't know about. It's 10 years of my most effective techniques for meeting and seducing beautiful women condensed into this ultimate training. It's available at getherhooked.com. Don't worry if you're not attractive, rich, or don't have high status. This 10-hour online course gives you the whole system I've created for meeting and attracting the beautiful women in your town. It will help you with approach anxiety, knowing what to say to women on the street and online, how to flirt, my exact texting sequence for getting her to respond, which you can just copy and paste, and how to either get a girlfriend or have multiple one-night stands. This is everything you need to know, and it's all in this one program. Get it now at getherhooked.com. Again, that's getherhooked.com. So again... If you don't know already, we're talking about questions. That's the topic of this episode, okay? And I know we just went over, you know, some of the questions that you shouldn't be asking. Okay, those are the questions that you shouldn't be asking. Those are the ones you want to stay away from. And uh, let's go into the ones that you should be asking. I'm sure at this point you're like, all right, Trip. then what should I be asking? What are the types of questions? Well, lucky for you, I got all different types of questions. You might want to be taking notes or at least listen to this you know, episode again, but I got very specific questions that you can use that are actually going to make conversation interesting, that are going to uh, make her want to continue talking to you, and they're all completely appropriate and unique, okay? So let me list out a few of my favorite right here. These are a few ones that I teach my my students that I coach with and ones that I've I've found that over the past have really worked the best in terms of getting conversation going. All right, so here's one of them. This is, I think this might be my favorite. I don't even know where I heard this. I think I came up with it on the spot, but it's, what's your story? What's your story? What is your story? That is a great question because what it does is it opens up conversation in such a vague way that a girl can answer that in all different ways, right? That's not asking her what she does. That's not asking her, um, you know, again, what like something like what her career is. It's asking, well, you know what? I don't really know what it's asking. It all depends on, on how the person interprets it. So if someone asks me, what's your story? You know, I might be like, hmm, what's my story? I might just tell them kind of what I'm into. I, I personally might answer, um, you know, what makes me me? You know, what is it? What am I after? What are my goals? That's how I interpret it. Right, And what's really cool, what makes that interesting and fun to ask someone else, especially a girl, is every girl is going to answer differently. They're going to answer what's your story in such a different way, and that's going to be fun for you. Now, I uh, warn you that some girls might say, you know, well, what do you mean what's my story? And there's a few ways to 
to reciprocate from that. So if you say, what's your story? And the girl's like, hmm, what's my story? I, I don't know. What do you mean, what's my story? I would answer like this. I would say, I don't know. What are you all about? You know, what's your story? I might just say it again. Sometimes it's really funny. Sometimes I'll actually say, what's your story a second time when it doesn't really give them that, that much more detail. I'll be like, I don't know. You know, what's your story? And then they kind of be like, oh, okay. Yeah. What's my story? They kind of get it, even though I just said it the same exact thing, but just in a different way. But you can say, you know, what's your story again? Or you can say, look, what are you all about? What makes you, you, right? What makes you, you. Okay. So those are some ideas for that. Now, here's another one, sort of related, sort of related. It's, and this is another question, what makes you want to get out of bed in the morning? What makes you want to get out of bed in the morning? That's a really fun one. And again, very much related to the other one in the, in the fact that a girl can answer that in, in any way possible. And here's the cool part about it. No one gets that question asked. Like, no one asks that question. And I don't think it's weird. I think it's an amazing question, right? It's just like, it, it almost inspires them. It even gets people to think like, wow, like, yeah, what is it? You know what I mean? Like, you can sit there and be like, wow, I don't know. Like, what is it? What, what is it that makes me get out of bed in the morning? You know? What, what is that thing? And l- these questions, by the way, as I'm saying them to you right now, I want you to think about them and how you would answer them. Okay, that's going to help too, because if you ask these questions, good chance, very high chance, the girl's going to ask you back. She's going to answer and say, so what's your story? Well, what about you? What makes you get out of bed in the morning? You should have an answer for it, okay? Figure out what that answer is so you'll be prepared in conversation. Okay, let's go to another question, okay? This question is, it's a little more, uh, it's a little less specific, I should say. It's a little less specific. It is, what was that like? Okay. What was that like? Question mark. What was that like? Now, it's out of context. That's why I say it's less specific. And uh, what you want to do with that, what you want to do with what was that like, is you want to ask that at a time when someone's telling a story or something they did, okay, or something, um, you know, that's just part of who they are. You know, what's, oh, wow, what's that like? What's that like? Or what was that like? That's a really good kind of like follow-up question. That might be like my favorite follow-up question to ask someone because it gets them thinking on this emotional level, which which makes it way more interesting, you know? Can you imagine? Imagine this for a second, right? So I, I always want to bring it back to you, okay? You who's listening right now. If you're talking to someone and uh, you said that you did something the other day, right? Something Something really simple like yesterday you know, uh, let's just say it's something negative. Okay. Like the other day you had a flat tire. Okay. And someone goes, Oh, what was that like? You're going to almost feel kind of happy that they asked you that. Like, wow, like this person kind of cares. This person's really interested, right? Cause that's what that conveys. When you ask someone, what was that like? You're conveying to the person that you're interested in their opinions, in their thoughts, Right? That's what you want. You want them to know that. That's going to build a connection between you and the girl. Yeah, that's what we're talking about now. Building that connection. That's what's going to get things really moving and get her attracted to you. Okay? So imagine someone says, What was that like after you, you know, just said like you got a flat tire? And you're going to feel a little vulnerable in that moment, but it's going to feel almost um, cathartic in a way to be able to say, like, you know, it sucked. It was terrible. You know, you might say to them, have you ever had a flat tire before? And they'd say, no, that's why I'm asking. Like, what's that like? And you're like, yeah, well, it's, you know, it's scary. Like your tire just blows up. You don't know what happened. You think you got a flat tire. You don't know something's wrong with your car. And then you pull over and it's stressful, right? So it almost feels good that that person is is taking the time to almost care for you in that one little question, that one little moment, asking you what was that like, Okay. All right, let's move on to another good question, right? So we're talking about the questions right now that you should be asking a girl in conversation. We already went over some of the ones that you shouldn't ask. Now we're going over the ones that you should be asking, okay? So here's another one. This is one that I've actually mentioned in, uh, I think it was episode number one, where we talked about 
uh, openers and pickup lines and things like that. And I wanted to bring it back to this episode because, well, you might not have listened to that other episode, uh, but it's one of my favorite questions to ask when you approach a group of girls. Okay, When you approach a group of girls who are kind of talking and you want to start talking to them because they're cute, right? you might enter and uh, give a little opener like, hey, you girls are cool. I'd come over and say hi and they'll, they'll say hi, right? And then you say, so how do you girls know each other? And that's one of my favorite questions to ask really at any like social event or function or anywhere. I don't care if it's, if it's guys or girls or girls and guys. It doesn't matter. I love asking that question because what that does is that gives you a lot of uh, good meaty material to work off of when you're talking to somebody. How do you guys know each other? Because they can answer in so many different ways, right? And it'll be fun for them almost to tell that story. I know if someone asked me, how do I know, I don't know, my friend who I'm next to or, or you know, anyone I'm with, I'm going to have fun being able to try to figure out and answer that question. Oh, yeah, where did I meet this person? When was it? What was the story? Right? Again, you're making people feel good with these questions. You see the pattern here? You're kind of making them feel good, making them feel a little emotional. Right? I don't mean emotional in a sad way, but you're just bringing out more emotional topics rather than what, what, what's the opposite of, of kind of emotional kind of topics, right? Factual topics. That's what I would say. That's probably the opposite. And what were the questions that we said not to ask earlier on in this episode? We were, we were talking about don't ask them what they do, where they live, blah, blah, blah. Those are the factual stuff. We're staying away from the factual, entering emotional type questions. Again, I'll, I'll go over some of the questions I've been talking about to ask. More emotional questions. What's your story? What makes you want to get out of bed in the morning? What was that like? How do you guys know each other? Now, I know that that's a little bit more factual, but but when you meet someone, there is an emotional part behind it because you're talking about the person that you like to hang out with that you met, right? So there's emotions brought up in that question, okay? And here's a little bonus one. Here's one that's uh, that's like you can use it if you're in the middle of a conversation and things are kind of dying out right now and you want to ask someone a question that's just a little more interesting. And you know what? Here's the cool thing is you can take this question, which I'm about to tell you in a second, and you can make it your own. You can come up with new ideas and, and twist it around. But here's the question. If you could be anywhere right now, where would you want to be? If you could be anywhere right now, where would you want to be? That's a great question. I love asking that question because, again, brings out emotion, shows that you're interested in the person, and it makes them think for a second. It makes them think. It almost takes them for a second like out of the conversation, right, in a good way, right, because they're not thinking like, oh God, he's asked me some you know, stupid, boring question. When am I going to leave this conversation? This is terrible, right? They're now kind of like in their head for a second, which is really cool. And they get to kind of figure out something really positive. Like, wow, where would they want to be right now? Where would they want to be? And they get to answer that. Okay. And again, you should have an answer for that too. And they could answer anyway. You know, they could answer somewhere that they've always wanted to travel. Maybe it's somewhere where they've been. Maybe they even answer and they're really creative, like in a way where they say, oh, I wish I could be back in some time, right? Like a past event, whatever it is. But that's a really cool question to ask. Really gets conversation going. And then from there, you can flow into, oh my gosh, a million topics, right? You can talk about almost anything from there. You can talk about why they would want to be there, right? Whatever it is. Maybe they do end up talking about travel a little bit. You can ask them more places where they have traveled or where they want to go, right? So there's, there's a lot of places to go with it. So those are some of the questions that are really good for you to ask in conversation. Now, here's my big tip of the day, and it's basically going over really this little mini theme here of, of why these questions are important, right? We're talking about emotion, right? How You want to ask questions that bring out emotion. That's the big tip of this episode. Stay away from facts because facts are boring. And here's the most important part. She will remember and feel attracted through emotional topics. She's less likely to remember you and feel attracted to you if you're just talking about the facts. She's going to remember you because emotion, right? She's going to be able to draw back to that moment. 
emotion makes you feel good, it makes you feel happy. That's the stuff that connects you to the moments that you have. If I ask you, like, you know, tell me any time, just give me any memory of the past year. If I were to ask you that question right now, you'd probably bring up something more emotional. I doubt you'd say something factual. Anything you're going to tell me, if I ask you, you know, tell me something about this year. You're going to tell me something that happened that was really eventful. Maybe it was really good. Maybe it was really bad. Whatever it was, but it was emotional. My point is this. You want to make sure you're asking questions that are emotional because she's going to remember you in conversation because that's what people are connected to, the emotions, and that's how you want to connect to people, okay? There you go. That's the big tip. Now, some other questions that you can ask a girl, these are a little bit different. These aren't necessarily emotional. If anything, these are more factual, but they kind of border in between. They're a little bit of both, a little bit of fact, and a little bit of emotion. And you're probably like, what are you talking about right now? Don't worry. I'll tell you right now, and you'll, you'll understand it. It's kind of like a little game you can play with a girl when you first meet her, okay? And it's kind of like a this or that. I call it the this or that game, okay? And that's when you can get to know her and kind of find out some of her favorites, right? Or some choices that she would make. All right, so what am I talking about here? You can ask her questions like, all right, ice cream or cookies? And then she has to answer, right? She has to answer, like it, almost like if she had to pick, right? It's like a choose type game. Like, would she rather have ice cream? Would she rather have cookies? Okay, and again, these are just examples. They might sound kind of lame to you, but I'll tell you, they work really well and you can come up with your own too. It's very simple. Okay, here's the next one. Michelangelo or Donatello? Okay, so that's just asking her favorite ninja turtle, right? Just fun. It's cute. You can ask, all right, would you rather have a lot of money right now or a lot of sex? Now, that's a good one, too, because that brings conversation to a more emotional and sexual level, right? So you're already kind of crossing that boundary right, right there with getting into talking about sex, okay? Another one would be like uh, 90s music or 70s music. You know, so again, we're talking about like things that she would prefer, things that she's more interested in, and then you can play a little game with her, and she can you can have her ask you questions that are similar, right? And you can say, okay, your turn now. You ask me. Okay, so that's what you do to her, right? Now, you're probably wondering where in context can you use this exactly? Where are you using this in conversation? Here's the greatest part about it: you can really use this almost anywhere except for the very beginning of conversation. In the beginning of conversation, it's kind of weird, like when you first meet a girl and you first start talking to her, but in the middle of conversation, if things die out just for a second, like there's a little dip in conversation, you could easily just be like, all right, I have a question for you. And she'll be like, uh, what? Like, okay, would you rather have right now ice cream or cookies? And you'd say, nope, you got to answer one. You can't have both. You have to answer just one. And then she'll give you your answer. And then maybe you guys can talk about that for a while. Right, or you can just keep going and play, just continue playing the game, and just keep asking her more questions. Right, so that's going to be a really good way to have fun in the conversation and make getting to know her uh, more of a fun, almost like an event in the middle of the conversation. Okay, now I want to get into a little topic here about you know interviewing and questions because I know that guys might think like, well, are, you know, should you really be asking so many questions in a row? How many questions can you ask in a row? You know, what's the deal with that? Well, let's talk about that for a second. You, you really don't want to be asking so many questions in a row. I know that we are doing a whole episode here on questions, uh, but that doesn't mean that you want to be asking a million questions in a row like you're interviewing her. Interviewing is a really good way, even if you're asking, by the way, the best questions in the world. Even if you are asking all these questions that I'm telling you, you don't want to just Hit them really hard one after another. That's not going to be good, okay? That's not going to be good because you're not going to get her to really get to know you. It's just going to be this one-sided conversation of you just pounding her with questions, 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 questions. You don't want that, okay? You don't want that. You still want to be making statements. I'll say that again. You still want to be making statements. That's going to be very important for you when you're talking to a girl. Okay, if you're just asking questions, she won't get to know you. So you want to say the statements, which can be what? Statements can be mainly your stories or the things that are about you or the interesting things about you. Okay, 
Those are your statements. That's what's going to knock you out of question mode is being able to make statements. Again, statements is just saying things that are not questions. It's very, very simple. It's just saying things that are not questions, okay? So I just want to... Uh, I just wanted to approach that topic right there and then really, you know, help you understand that even though we're teaching you how to make great conversation here with amazing questions, you don't want to just say them over and over and over again because then she's going to get bored. And again, boredom is like uh, pretty much the biggest turnoff right there. That's what it is. You're just going to turn her off when it's a one-sided conversation. Okay, so that was my little warning. Now let's go into uh, some more great questions or more great ways of asking her questions, right? So here's some more stuff right here. You can do a kind of let me guess type of game. This is one of my favorites, okay? Let me guess. It's a good middle ground of asking a question and making a statement, okay? So that's the beauty of the let me guess game. You're asking her, it's like an implied question, but what it really is, is uh, is a statement because you're not really asking it. You're guessing it, okay? So the let me guess game, you can say, let me guess. You like the Beach Boys, right? Or whatever it is. doesn't matter. Guess what she likes, okay? Let me guess. You like the Titanic. That's like your favorite movie of all time. I can totally tell you. You probably went to the theater like seven times, didn't you, when it first came out? I bet you did. Okay. You can do, let me guess, you are a, and then guess what she does for a living, right? So again, this is going to come more uh, in the middle of the conversation. Again, not in the beginning, like I said, not in the beginning, more in the middle of the conversation. You'll do a, let me guess, you are a banker. Let me guess, you are a stand-up comedian. Okay. So whatever it is, just asking her, or not asking her, right? We're talking about statements, right? So you're making statements about what she does for a living. And then you can do that with everything. Again, the let me guess game is fun. Make up a fun little stereotype about her, you know, whatever it is. And I mean stereotype like something about her race, okay? That's not what I'm talking about. But, you know, you can say like, let me guess, you look like a girl who just loves indie music, right? Something like that, right? Something lighthearted and fun, okay? That's the let me guess game. Now, just to wrap up here, because we're talking about questions, the better questions you ask and the more emotional, interesting questions you ask, the longer and the deeper and more powerful the conversation you will have. You want to get her to open up to you and enjoy talking to you. And the secret to asking good questions is to listen to them, right? That's how you're going to be able to ask good questions. You got to listen to what they're saying when you're talking to them, okay? And then once you do ask them a question, listen intently to their answers. Listen to what they're saying. Play off their answers to be able to continue conversation by relating back to her or even asking more follow-up questions depending on what you're talking about, okay? That's going to be the best way to do that and to keep conversation interesting and continue it, and that's how you're going to ask questions, all right? Now, don't forget... Get your free gift at tripadvice.com slash podcast-gift. If you haven't already, that's going to be a 17-minute video of one of my students doing an approach and talking to two girls and getting their number. It's really incredible, and I break down the entire interaction of what he's doing right, what he's doing wrong. Again, you can pick that up at tripadvice.com slash podcast-gift. All right, now, one of my favorites, we're going into story time. Okay, so I just have one story. It's a it's a pretty quick one for this episode, and of course, it's related to our topic here, which is questions. Okay, so we're talking about speedy questions. Okay, that's what the story is called, speedy questions, and it's not even about me. No, it's actually about one of my students who will remain nameless, who I worked with actually a few years ago, and I remember we were doing some coaching, and I took him out. And uh, I was able to listen in on his conversations, and he had a really hard time with questions. It was a really hard time, meaning, again, actually it wasn't that he had a hard time asking questions. In fact, he had an amazing, he was, an, he was amazing at tell, asking questions. He was amazing at it. But that was the problem because he asked too many and asked them very fast. And it made conversation really uh, 
like too high energy. It was just really intense. He would ask one question after another. He would ask a question in the middle of her answering the question that he just asked. Okay, I remember him just asking question after question after question after question. After question. It was like it was like an enter. It was like an interview on speed. Okay, and it was really really bad. And the reason why is because, well, the reason why he did it was because he was nervous, right? And of course, we can't blame him. No, we can't. You know, it, it's very nerve-wracking to talk to girls that you're attracted to, and it's difficult to talk to girls. That's why we have this podcast, right? So the problem was was that related to my, my kind of last tip is that he wasn't listening. He would just try to ask questions to keep the conversation going. He didn't care what was talked about. He didn't care what her answers were. He just cared about making the conversation last. And I understand, of course, you want to make the conversation go for a while, right? You want to have a nice long conversation. But here's the the real uh, theme of this story and the reason why I'm telling this story is because it doesn't matter about having this like 30-minute conversation with no substance that's just an interview. It doesn't matter one bit. What matters is that you're asking questions because you actually care to get to know her, to understand her, that you can continue conversation, that it can be a substantial conversation, not just one where you're just, just spitting out a bunch of questions for no reason, okay? So if you know, if you don't already know, that, that interaction didn't go so well. It, it did last a while, like 20 minutes. Uh, but yeah, he got her number and it was it was a pity number, okay? It was a pity number. She just gave it to him because... She, you know, just didn't know how to reject him. So after that, he never heard from her again. Tried to text her, tried to meet up with her. Never did. And uh, and we know why. It was because she didn't feel like it was a real conversation. Okay? There was nothing for her to remember there. Barely any, emo- any emotion. Just her answering a bunch of random questions that were not connected to each other. So I want you to slow down. Slow down. Don't just ask questions to ask questions. Okay? slow down. Speaking of questions, let's go to Q&A, the next segment here, okay? Q&A, this is a time where I answer your personal questions that you send in. If you have any questions for the podcast, just write me an email, trip at tripadvice.com with the subject podcast question and go ahead and write your question in the email with as much information as you can give us. And the questions can be anything related to dating, conversation, flirting, attraction, sex, relationships, women, anything like that. So go ahead, send them in to trip at tripadvice.com with the subject, again, podcast question. You have to be 18 or older. Okay, we will not be answering any questions about any high school stuff. This is 18 or older. So let's go into the question of the week, which is from Anuk in Illinois. He said, thanks for all your help. Currently, I'm in Illinois, although I am from India. My age is 25. The problem with me is that I don't know what to say to a woman. Whenever I talk to women, after a few minutes, there's an awkward silence. I don't know what to do. That's Anuk from Illinois, 25 years old. Okay, now, that is not a very specific question, but I wanted to pick it out because it is a good question, um, and we can answer it, okay? First of all, Anuk, if you're listening, I want you to check out this one YouTube video I have. So if you guys don't already know, I got a YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash tripadvice, and I want you to check this one episode out called Conversation Continuers, Okay? It's a little video called Conversation Continuers. It's on my YouTube channel. And you're going to learn right there kind of what to do if there's like an awkward silence. Maybe there's something, uh, you know, that you can say within the Conversation Continuers that have something related to maybe what you guys were just talking about that will make it easy for you to continue conversation. Okay? Now, that's not my answer for you, Anuk. I got more stuff for you, but uh, that's just a, a good start. And for you who's listening, it is a really great video to help you with conversation. Okay? Here's the real problem. I just want to get down to the, the real problem here. You're thinking too hard. Okay? You're thinking way too hard about what to talk about. Okay? Here's the big, big concept here. You ready for this? <laughs> this is a good one. You can talk about whatever you want. 
Don't worry about what pleases her. What do you want to talk about, Anuk? What do you want to talk about? Because the thing that interests you and, and the thing that you like to talk about, okay? That's the thing that's going to sound exciting to her because it's exciting to you. That's the trick right there. Okay, that's the trick. And here's the best part, okay? And this is something you have to know. If she's still interested in you after you guys are talking about that, well, then great. Perfect. You found a great girl to talk to. But if she's still not interested in you after talking about the things that you want to talk about, and I literally mean anything, of course, minus some of the appropriate, inappropriate stuff we talked about earlier. Uh, but what interests you? What do you like? What do you like to talk about? If you like, This is going to be part of your homework. I actually didn't add that into the homework section, but I want you to listen up. You should be making a list of what things you would like to talk about. What are those things? Because those are the things right there. Those are the things that you should be bringing up in conversation. Even if you think it's dorky, even if you think it's weird, even if it's something that you're into, I don't care if it's Dungeons and Dragons, talk about it. Because when you talk about it, it, it's like you being your most authentic self, your most real self when you're talking about the things that you want to talk about. And that's what's going to make her interested in talking to you. Trust me, try it out, okay? So there you go, Anuk. Talk about what you want to talk about. Don't think about what to talk about. You got the answer right there. No more awkward silences, okay? All right, let's go into my next segment, which is Dude of the Week. This is one of the segments on this show where I talk about an inspirational guy from history, or even from today, I'll even pick out maybe a fictional character, and I'll talk about some of the ways that you can learn from him, some of his character traits, and how you can emulate him to be a more successful and attractive man. And sometimes it will be someone that you know, and sometimes it won't be, okay? But I want to pick people based on specific character traits that I've found that are very strong. So even if you're like, ah, Trip keeps on naming these people that I've never heard of, that's good. That's a good thing. I want you to learn about more people uh, that are just, you know, really inspirational guys. And, and we're here today to talk about them. So little drum roll, please. The dude of the week is... Sean Swarner. Okay, so who is Sean Swarner? I doubt you've heard of him. I don't think he's made a really big name for him. From uh, eh, excuse me for himself, but uh, he he suffered two different kinds of cancer in his life. It was very sad, very rare forms of cancer, and what was crazy about it is that he defied all odds of surviving these types of cancer, and uh, it was it was it was pretty much like a miracle that he survived these diseases. I think he ended up saying one time that it was more likely for him to win the lottery four times in a row than to survive these types of cancers, but he did, okay? Here's the crazy part about it. It's not even about that he survived these rare forms of cancer, but after he did, he he, he just made it a point to really make life uh, as full as it could be every day. And so what he did is he actually completed the Seven Peak Challenge, which is a challenge where he was climbing the highest mountain on each continent. Okay, that's Mount Everest, that's uh, Mount Kilimanjaro in Africa. And the Seven Peak Challenge, is it's considered one of the toughest events in the world. Only few people have managed to complete the challenge. He did it, okay? Not bad for a guy who was given two weeks to live. And I wanted to talk about Sean today and tell you that story to inspire you, to show you that there was a guy out there who fought against all odds and he kept breaking through and he ended up being one of the one of the craziest climbers and uh, and a complete adventurer okay and so how does this relate to you how does this relate to you i just wanted to really talk about a guy who was about to lose it all and then went ahead and accomplished something that most people in their lifetime won't accomplish. So what is it for you? What is it for you? What do you want to accomplish in this world that's going to be amazing? The fact of the matter is that you don't have to climb a mountain to do something amazing either. It can be as simple as stepping right outside of your comfort zone. But you have to define what your comfort zone is. What is something that is uncomfortable for you? 
that you still know you have to accomplish. For me, years ago, it was simply walking up to a, a pretty girl and approaching her. That was tough for me. Okay, That was a big goal for me. And I know that there's millions of men out there who won't do that in their lifetime. They won't even bother to achieve you know, such a small little thing such as that. They won't achieve any greatness in their life. So I want you to think about what is it for you that, that once you will accomplish it, it's going to make you feel like, like you've grown and you've done better for yourself. What is it? Think about that. So let's move into the motivational quote, which is by Sean himself. Time and time again, events made me realize that there's so much more to life than what most people think or what I thought before my diagnosis. Everyone complains about tiny things. They forget that they're lucky to be out of their house doing something and not running to the bathroom puking all over themselves. I'll let you think about that for just a second. Okay, so going into my last segment here, we're talking about how will you get the most out of today's podcast. Every week, I give out some action items that you can do, and I know that you're listening into this podcast because you want to learn. You want to learn how to talk to girls. You want to get hot girls to like you so you can date them, have wild experiences in the bedroom and out of the bedroom. So if you want to truly succeed at this, then it's important that you take this information and you use it to get tangible results. So your homework is, I want you to use some of the power-hitting questions that we talked about on today's episode. Start introducing them into your conversations with girls. Play around with different types of questions. Right? See what the girls you talk to you know, are finding interesting. What's working, what's not working. Okay? So I want you to have about one to two conversations with girls. Again, without asking them the bad questions that we listed above and using some of the questions that are more interesting and see how it works for you. Okay. All right. That's it for today. Go ahead. Get your free gift at tripadvice.com slash podcast dash gift to see a real live interaction of one of my students picking up two hot girls and a full breakdown and commentary. And don't forget to leave a review and subscribe to the podcast for weekly episodes. I really would appreciate to see your review on there. So thank you so much for listening in and I'll see you next time on how to talk to girls. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and write a review. Over 18 and want a question answered on the podcast? Email all your questions to trip at tripadvice.com.